Hello and welcome to the Trinity Podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So today's episode is the second in a new series called Drop Two Dress Sizes in Lockdown. And today in part two, we're going to discuss why diets don't work for busy professional women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's Trinity podcast. We speak with a lot of women who are in this kind of situation where, you know, they're over 40, that they're, they're looking to lose some weight. They're trying to lose weight with dieting and, you know, doing something to do with nutrition, but they're just not seeing any results from the effort that they're putting in. So, you know, they might be starting a new diet every Monday, getting to the end of that hard week of dieting and seeing no movement on the scales, or just finding that after a couple of weeks, it's just so difficult to stick to that, they just have to give up because it just doesn't fit in with their lives. And you have women who are trying approaches which used to work in their 20s and 30s. But these days, they're either not seeing any change to their waistline or they're just finding that it just doesn't fit in with, with how busy and how difficult their lifestyle is now they're over 40. And maybe you can relate to this. And many women are left wondering what kind of diet actually works for women who are in their 40s and in their 50s. So people try slimming groups and online diet plans and shake diets meal replacements they try low calories keto low carbs and with all of these different approaches it's really difficult to know what actually works for women who are over 40 because it's not the same as when you're in your younger years and in this episode we're going to basically tell you exactly what you need to do with nutrition if you're over 40 to get to where you want to be in terms of results um so we, we find that a lot of women, every time they do try something, they'll find, again, either it doesn't give them any results, but it does fit in with their lives, or even if it would give them results, it's too difficult, it's too time consuming, and it's too complicated for them to actually put that into action. So um, yeah, I'll let, I'll let you explain, Rob, a little bit about why this happens and, and what people can do instead. Yeah, so the first thing to focus on when deciding what diet or what approach to follow. I don't even want to call it diet because I wouldn't recommend dieting is that you choose something actually designed to deliver results for women over 40, because as women get older and you will know this better than us, if you, you are a woman and you're in your forties and your fifties, the way your body works and the way your hormones are, it changes dramatically, making it easier to gain weight and much more difficult to lose it as well. So it's key that you follow something that's actually designed to rebalance those hormones if you want to get the scales moving again in the right direction. And most coaches and most trainers really don't understand that women over 40 require this unique strategy. And that's why so many women get stuck. And as well as making sure that the approach actually works, so that's one thing you need to focus on, it's also crucial that it actually works for a person's unique lifestyle and their unique situation as well. So if something doesn't fit around your life, and it requires you to make drastic changes, it's going to be impossible to actually keep up long-term. And I'll have you consider that if you can't stick to something long-term, the results are only ever going to be temporary. So it's very, very important you find something you can stick to long-term if you ever want the results to stick around. And here's the thing, like I don't know how it is for you, but in our experience, like most diets are just not designed to fit around the lives of busy professional women over 40. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to go through a few different approaches that a lot of the women we speak to have tried. And um, a lot of them have told us why they haven't worked for them. And we're going to go through each of those so you can understand what things may or may not work for you. So Ben, what's the first thing that you hear from lots of our prospects that they, they tried and just doesn't really fit around their life anymore? Yeah, so if, uh, one of the approaches that a lot of people say, um, you know, I, I, I ask people the question often, like, um, if you weren't going to work with us, what other things might you try instead? And people usually say, you know, I might go back to slimming groups. I'm not going to name the specific slimming groups, but you, you know what they are if you're watching this uh, podcast. Um, and the problems that people can run into with these, with these clubs, like, first of all, these slimming clubs, they do have... Uh, one of the biggest positives with them is the level of kind of accountability and having to having to be surrounded by all of those other people who are on on that same journey. So being a part of that community can be you know can be really motivating for people, and having that accountability of having to turn up somewhere can be really motivating for people. But the problem that people can run into is you know you have to turn up for these sessions. You might have to be there for an hour, and during that hour, it's probably most mostly going to be focused on what like other people. You're just going to be watching other people. You're not really going to be getting much out of it for yourself. But as well as that, you're also going to have to, maybe you've got to commute there for another half an hour each way, which could make that a two-hour block of time you're having to waste each week, basically just to get weighed and then have a load of people clap to say, well done for losing a pound, or get told off if you haven't lost that pound. So again, you, you might not, you don't necessarily get loads out of going to these things. Some people, um, you know, again, the accountability and everything um, can be useful, but I think for the time it takes, it, it's not really the best thing for somebody who leads a busy life, who has other things going on, who would rather be, you know, who's working long days, they'd rather relax in the evening, spend time with their family. And, you know, they, they just, a lot of people also don't just don't like turning up and going to that type of environment. They just feel that they don't fit in with those with these kind of slimming groups and slimming clubs so maybe you can relate to that but overall we tend to find that even if people do see results with these um approaches they also tend to be quite short-lived and maybe you've found that yourself in the past maybe you know people who have gone to these slimming things uh they've lost a load of weight but then more often than not they also end up putting that weight back on um I think ultimately that, that comes down to the fact that they only work if you're willing to every week spend that hour there and travel to or from there. So unless you plan on every single week spending two hours going, going to and from one of these meetings, it's probably not going to be a realistic approach to stick to for the long term. Yeah, and on top of that, the approaches are generally not very optimized either for the individual, are they? They're not really optimized for their age. Again, the hormonal situation, any of this stuff's not really taken into account as far as we see it. So not only is it really time consuming, but also for a lot of people, especially as they get older, they just don't really see the results they're used to see. They don't really see all that weight coming off quickly and then staying off. So as well as slimming clubs, so slimming clubs is one thing we see that doesn't really work very well for busy professional women over 40 anymore. Um, another thing we see a lot of people having tried, and we hear from a lot of people who say they've tried, is that they try meal prep diets give me one second i'm just going to switch microphone um one second there we go does that sound better it does sound better okay cool <laughs> sounds smoother excellent right so another thing we see people trying is these sort of meal prep diets i don't know if you've you've tried these before yourself but 
these are ones where you get given a meal plan and you have to religiously stick to this meal plan. And the issue we see, or we hear a lot of clients say that they run into this is not only do they have to spend hours shopping for hard to find ingredients, which is especially difficult during lockdown when you want to limit your time in the shops, you want to just be in and out. You don't want to be going to like three different supermarkets just to get some strange fancy ingredient. But on top of that, they're also spending hours cooking loads of different meals every single night in the kitchen, slaving away over that stove. And the problem is that unless you want to give up all your evenings and half your weekends doing all this meal prepping, a lot of the women we work with just are so busy with work. They're so exhausted after the hard day of work. They just want to relax. They just want to enjoy their family time or enjoy time with their partner or enjoy time even on their own um, and do, do stuff for them in that time, not then just be almost working again cooking all these really, really difficult, hard to prepare meals. And if they're really motivated, if they've just signed up something and say, maybe we've got the, I've got the motivation to stick to it initially. But down the line, what they tend to find is that motivation tends to wane once it gets a bit less exciting, spending every single evening for the foreseeable future doing it. And again, as we said, if you don't keep something up for the rest of your life, it's not really going to work. So unless you plan on spending hours cooking every single night for years, it's probably not going to be the best solution for you. So that's another thing that we, we hear from a lot of clients. What else do you hear, Ben, that people kind of struggle with when it comes to diets? So another, another thing that's, I don't know if this is still really uh, popular now, but for a while I've heard loads of people talking about keto. Um, I don't know, it was, it was all the rage in 2019, it seemed. I don't know if it's still continuing in popularity in 2020. But keto or other kind of exclusion diets are anything that's designed around cutting out one specific food group most of the time that's usually cutting out carbs but you also see people you know they're trying to use weight lose weight um and they do things like you know they'll go vegetarian or go vegan and think that if they cut meat out or cut out cut out these whole food groups then that will be kind of the key to them um seeing results with that but the problem with these is that they tend to be either really boring because you're just constantly having the same things when you're not allowed to have many food groups it limits the amount of the amount of foods that you're you're able to have so you just end up having to use the same things over and over and over again and i know i hear people talk about on particular diets they follow they you know they'll, they'll get sick of a particular food whether that's greek yogurt or having chicken every meal or having like spinach every single meal um but and the other thing is if you're if you're not going to just kind of stick to the same foods over and over again you're going to have to be constantly looking at recipes and figuring out how to cook new things. And when it comes to, you know, if you're, if you get, get into like cooking carb free, this carb free, that you can end up having to buy all of these weird and wonderful ingredients again, which is difficult when you don't want to be spending loads and loads of time in the supermarket, getting all these specialized things. Um, and it can just add loads of effort and loads of time to the whole process. And the other thing is like, this isn't necessarily, isn't 100% relevant at the moment, but it also doesn't really work for meals out. So again, sticking something long-term is really, really important. And I know in lockdown, you're not gonna be going out for dinner now, but you find that people who do these keto approaches, for example, what happens when you get to, when you go out for a celebration with your family or with your friends, or it comes to Christmas day and, and you're surrounded by people, or even just at work or like, a, you know, work lunches, or you, there's a buffet at a meeting or there's treats around the office whenever you're surrounded by people who are not following the same like protocol as you by excluding these certain foods, you're going to have to have loads of willpower in order to be able to resist all those things 
or you're just going to be one of those have to become one of those people who it's just very difficult having to like ask the waiter like oh could you could you make me a special version of this that doesn't include xyz and like the thing with these things um it doesn't you don't necessarily need to do it at all to lose like you don't need to cut these foods out so it it just tends to really complicate your life and really complicate things um when really you can get the results you want you can still get the results you want and you can include carbs and you can include all of these other different foods that people think that maybe they should remove completely so again it's just yes people can see results with these things but unless you're going to be able to stick to cutting out a food forever it's probably not going to give you long-term results yeah i know i found keto i tried it once and i know ben did as well and i just found it so difficult to stick to when eating out so going out for meals i just had to it was almost nothing i could order on the menus which made it really really frustrating and really annoying when you see everyone else ordering things that you want mm. even if they're kind of healthy things as ben said you don't even have to cut this out because i was trying to be strict and trying to follow the process it just made eating out become this massive chore and i almost dreaded eating out there's no way to live in my opinion so another thing, again, we hear from a lot of prospects and also clients that we work with that they tried or they even still trying on the side is to work with a personal trainer. And we have nothing against personal trainers. It's one of the qualifications that both Ben and I have. We both have personal training qualifications, but there are some fantastic personal trainers out there. There's, there's, there's a few out there that are really knowledgeable, really good, and um, know exactly what to do for different age ranges. But the majority personal trainers in our experience and we have some great stories from our personal training course and the people we met but we won't go into them today but the majority of them are not very knowledgeable beyond the very basic training you get on that course so they'll be giving people over 40 really brutal exercises and we hear this from people who've got knee injuries joint pain back pain they were told they had to do loads of burpees or box jumps or these really hard hit workouts which were really really taxing their joints and actually just wore them out more and they'd be so tired and so exhausted from one session they then couldn't exercise for the rest of the week and on top of that they often don't understand what it's like for busy women over 40 and we get this back when we were 23 24 personal trainers we also wouldn't have got it at all so what we try and do is tell everyone you've got to prepare all your meals in advance you've got to spend like four hours on a sunday evening preparing all your meals and you need to exercise every day and all of this crazy stuff that's completely unsustainable and a lot of personal trainers just don't get that when you're in your 40s, when you're in your 50s, you've got different responsibilities, the work pressure's piling up, you're really stressed, your hormones have completely changed and things don't happen like they used to. They still give you the same approach they're giving to their clients that are 20 years old. And it's really, really unsustainable, really, really hard to follow, really exhausting. And often it doesn't even see that good results because it's not optimized for the hormonal changes either. So... There are a few good personal trainers out there, but a lot of personal training is very, very expensive and doesn't actually deliver, um, doesn't deliver the results in a sustainable way. So they're just a few uh, kind of things that we hear from clients that are not working too well for them or weren't working too well for them in the past, should I say, and from prospects that we hear from that aren't working too well from, for now. So obviously, as I said, that's fine for someone who who only works nine to five and they're, they're in the twenties, but it doesn't really work for people older than that. So Ben, why, why would you say that is? Why, why would you say that this stuff doesn't really work for the clients that we work with? So the, that. the women that we work with typically, um, you know, they, they work long hours and they, 
they're not like this this person who doesn't have that stress of managing a team or reporting to directors or or, or, or always having to be in the firing line. The people that we work with have all of that responsibility on their shoulders. Um, but in our experience of spending the last six or so years working with these busy professional women who are 40 and above, time is basically the most the most kind of valuable asset that they have and the thing that they have very little of. So fitting everything in tends to be their biggest challenge. So a lot of people then see these kind of shake diets or meal replacements as a solution. And on the, on the one hand, these things are good because they, they're really, really quick. If you just get, if, if your whole approach to losing weight is just, I need to eat, drink three milkshakes a day. It's very simple. You mix them with water, you drink them. Brilliant. But if you can't stick to something long-term, then those results are only ever going to be temporary. So if the thing that's given you that, um, you know, that result is, is those shakes and you're not going to stick to those shakes forever, then you're not going to keep the results forever. And not only are they, they also kind of, they can be really expensive, especially some of the, the like meal replacement things you can get. Um, and unless you, you want to drink milkshakes for the rest of your life and you could afford to buy these meal replacements for the rest of your life, then that weight's always going to come back on. And usually it comes back on and more because you know whenever you take a really extreme approach if you lose weight in a very extreme way the rebound tends to be then just as extreme as soon as if you have to come off of the approach so anything that you can't stick to long term again is going to come with that rebound you're always going to rebound and put that weight back on but the problem with these things is these kind of approaches these extreme approaches also tend to disrupt your hormones and they can make you feel they can like impact you in a way where you might feel hungrier for a year afterwards and if you want to lose weight if you actually want to keep that off then the approach that you follow actually needs to fit around your life and fit around your hormones so that you can see good results so you can stay motivated but you also end up in a position where you're you feel that you could maintain it all long term as well yeah the, the reality is this is something people get really confused about i think because of all these other approaches we talked about today meals don't actually need to be complicated or fancy in order to lose weight over 40. Many of our clients make meals in five to 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes at a push some days, but that means they can focus on their careers, their family lives, their social lives, and actually just getting on and enjoying life. So what we do is we teach our clients how to grab food on the go from supermarkets, make things nice and quickly, grab it from a service station or grab it from a high street chain. I know during lockdown, a lot of that's not relevant, but we teach them how to do all of that but also how to prepare meals in just five to 10 minutes so that they can actually enjoy the rest of their life. And in order to optimize your hormone levels and trigger weight loss, if you're over 40, beat that kind of over 40 weight gain and start getting the scales heading in the right direction again, all the meals need to do that you're, you're going to be eating, they need to include a, the right balance of protein, healthy carbs and healthy fats. And yes, you don't need to give up carbs to lose weight over 40 or regardless. And as long as you do that, those meals will be filling. They'll keep your energy levels really, really high for hours afterwards as well. So you don't need to turn to things like sugar and, and all these snacks. And you'll be feeling way more productive at work. And also you'll see, obviously, the scales moving in the right direction as well. That's all you need to do. And as I said, you can do that really quickly and easily just by grabbing stuff off the shelf in the supermarket in a healthy way and just cobble stuff together really nice and quickly that tastes good. It takes five to 10 minutes to make you will enjoy it and either you can have it with the family or you can make that for yourself on the side, whatever works best for you. 
And Ben, I know we, we chatted before this about what this is kind of like. So we come up with a quick analogy for this that may make this a bit more relatable. So Ben, why don't you go into that? So like using these, these generic dieting approaches, so whether that's slimming clubs, whether that's, you know, a, a PT or just put you on like a standardized meal plan or another online diet or a shape diet, it's kind of like washing your hands, like washing your clothes by hand every day. So I remember I went to the, I think it was the back-to-back houses in Birmingham. It's like a national trust thing. And they had around the back of all of these terrace houses, they had this little washing room building thing. And it had like a big pot that you used to boil water up in. And then you get a big wooden device and you stir all the clothes around like they're in a big soup and you heat them up while you're doing it. And then you like use a cheese grater and like shave flakes of soap into it. And you had to spend hours and hours and hours putting all of this hard work into your clothes. It's very slow, very laborious. And the result probably wasn't even that good afterwards, after that, that kind of hard work. They had a bit piece of that like old school carbolic soap stuff there as well which smells really strong and really it's not even not even very nice so when you kind of optimize your your approach for your hormones and for your lifestyle it's like rather than washing your clothes by hand and putting all that effort in it's like putting your clothes in the washing machine which is obviously what we do these days you put them in you push the button you go and do something else and not only do the results happen almost automatically i mean first i i always think that doing the washing is a lot of effort Really, it takes two minutes to put them in. Maybe it takes 10 minutes to hang them up afterwards. Um, so it's actually very, very quick. And all those clothes are going to come out clean. They're going to come out perfectly clean. You could get all sorts of stains out if you get the right products and stuff in there. Um, so yeah, basically, if you have something like this, so something that optimizes your hormones and your lifestyle, it's like having that washing machine, but for your fitness and for your life you're going to get better results. The results are going to come easily and you're going to be able to get on with the rest of your life while that's all happening. And this is exactly what we did with one of our, one of our members inside of Trinity, Karen, who's really struggling to see any changes. And she was trying all of those different diets that used to work for her. And after just two weeks of starting working with her, she managed to lose over half a stone. And when we asked her, she said, I'm half a stone lighter, really happy with my results today. I'm feeling much better, a lot less bloated, more energy, more confidence, and motivated to continue enjoying the workouts and the mini thought transformers. So thought transformers, that's just the mindset thing that we uh, we add in there. But yeah, with, with her, she basically followed that simple approach that we said before, you know, just making sure you've got the right balance of things, keeping it really simple, not doing any crazy meals or shakes or cutting out any food groups. Um, but that kind of the key with it and what we do for each person that we work with is not only do you need something specific for someone over 40, we give all of our clients and everybody that we work with like a specific approach with nutrition designed for them because everybody is completely different. Um, well, obviously, you know, you need the same general approach to get results. But if you've got one person who starts off at 65 kilos and one person who starts off at 120 kilos, they're in a very different position. They need a very different starting point to get the same kind of result. So, also, Louisa, who's a busy PR director, she managed to lose one stone and 11 pounds over, over the course of 12 weeks, which is extremely impressive. And she said, overall loss of 11.2 kilos and a total of 16 inches. So that'll be measured from her waist, from her hips, from her thighs. And she says she's gone from a generous 16 to a 14 and even a 12 in the right cut. Hello, jigsaw palazzo pants. 
I don't know what those are. I'm not an expert in um, women's fashion, unfortunately. She says, it takes time to see the results and I mustn't be derailed by the odd uptick on the scales. So yeah, basically a very, very simple approach and a very, very straightforward approach um, is, is the best approach for women who are over 40 who are very busy, who don't have loads of time. So something that's quick, something that's easy, but also something that's tailored to your hormones and tailored to you and your specific situation. So if you want to find out more about all of this, if you want to find out where you can find out what Karen did, what Louisa did and what we ultimately do, Ben, where's the best place for people to go? So yeah, to get all of the details about, um, you know, about the program these ladies followed and about the program that we use to get results of women over 40, head over to www.fit40info.com. So fit40 as the number at 40info.com. And you can grab all of the information there. And you know, if you like what you see, you might want to put in an application, have a chat with us, and we'll, we'll see if we could get you the same kind of results that we've been able to get for our other clients. Excellent. So that just about wraps up for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back again next week with another installment of this Two Dress Sizes During Lockdown series. But yeah, thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you in the episode next week. Thank you.